Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I.org is our website. Uh, you can email me from there. You can sign up for my weekly thoughts, my e-newsletters. My weekly thoughts or weekly teaching comes out every Friday morning in the U.S. time. And it's there in my weekly thoughts and especially in my e-newsletters and also in our Zoom meetings, which are posted there on those emails, uh, that I share prophetic things that the Lord has given me for this country or the world. Um, like I said, I've just had a policy of stop sharing that to the general public. I can see in scripture there was a specific, uh, audience they, they spoke to and things of that nature. And really, I'm not trying to make a name for myself in that area. Uh, I just share some of the things that pertain. Uh, but the way to do that or stay in touch is through my weekly thoughts and, uh, the e-newsletters. So I hope you'll visit our website and do that, cwowi.org. All right, today talking about the nonverbal ways the Lord communicates. One of the greatest hungers of the believer is to hear the voice of the Lord. And next week, I think I'll probably cover when the Holy Spirit speaks to you or when an angel speaks to you. But today, talking about the nonverbal ways that the Lord communicates to us. In fact, in John chapter 16, verses 12 and 13, Jesus told the disciples, I've got many more things to say to you, but you can't grasp them now at this time. However, when the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth because he's not going to speak about things of himself, but only what he hears. And so speak was the second, and he will show you things to come. Guide, speak, and show. And and that's why, by the way, the reason we don't pray to the Holy Spirit and everything is because the Holy Spirit only repeats what he hears. Paul taught more on that in 1 Corinthians 2, but that's a separate teaching. Um, but Jesus said, identified that the Spirit of truth will guide, speak, and show. And only one of those is verbal. So let's talk about those nonverbal ways. This goes back to a visitation I had with the Lord October 1st, 1986, which was the first of the open teaching visitations uh, that that he appeared to me, and he's continued uh, to do so uh, in the years since. But this first one, as a teaching visitation, lasts about 40 minutes, just changed my life. And he told me, he said, I want to teach you how the Father communicates, how the Father and I communicate. And so he he first went to, and I'm going to sh- just share that with you. It's also available on CD. Even there's a DVD if you're in the U.S. Um, and and MP3, etc. But the essence of it is this: He first went to Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31. And as he stood there teaching me, it was he he relayed the story, which I, I knew the scripture well enough. It's a story of a, a rich man who is very ungodly and a beggar named Lazarus who's laid at his gate, at his door every every day. Now, in the Jewish law, that, that beggar should have been taken care of by the rich man's uh, wealth and his household, and he, he was not. And in the course of time, each man died, the, both the, and the rich man went to hell, and the beggar went to uh, Abraham's bosom or paradise. And the Lord, and, and, and these men had conversations with themselves, with Abraham. Um, they had all their senses. They saw each other. They heard each other. The one said he's in torment because of the heat and wanted some water. So they had taste, touch, sight, smell, hearing, etc. They had their five senses. And what the Lord brought out is this, that he, he said this, your physical senses are actually rooted in your spirit man. And your spirit man's senses are, are what you are, are aware of the spiritual things. In other words, 
in our natural senses, we contact the natural world. We interact with the natural world, our physical senses. But in the spirit man senses, because your spirit man looks like you, minus the effects of gravity and age, but your spirit man looks like you. And so you have your own spiritual senses, all of which then can sense things in that realm. And so the physical senses take care of the physical realm and the spiritual senses uh, relate to the spiritual realm. That's why sometimes people talk about hearing angels sing or they can smell. And, and if you've ever been around death or or if you've ever been around the Lord, you, you know the aroma. And it's not in the physical, it's in your spirit, man. And you sense these things, but your mind picks up on these things. And that's what the Lord was talking about. He said, he said this, he said, the, the New Testament uses words like perceive, discern, and witness to describe the process by which your mind picks up on uh, the senses, the things in your spirit man that your spirit man senses. And so you've got to understand that your spirit man has the same senses and that is where the Lord will communicate. So with your mind, you have to pick up on those things that you perceive, discern, and bear witness with in your spirit. Now, in that visitation, the Lord used three examples. Uh, the first he used was from Mark 2.8. And in Mark 2.8, he's, he's teaching, and some friends of a lame man, a, a crippled man, let him down through the roof and set him in front of the Lord, who says, your sins are forgiven. And it says some of the scribes were sitting there and they said, who does this man think he is? Only God can forgive sins. And it says in Mark 2, 8, it says, but Jesus perceived their thoughts. And he said to them, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven or rise up and be healed. But so that you can know that, you know, I have authority, et cetera, rise up and be healed. And, and the focus is Mark 2, 8. And he, he told me this. He said, he said, I didn't read their minds. And he said, neither did the father talk to me. He said, I perceived in my spirit what they were thinking. And he said, their body language drew my attention to them, but immediately I shifted my attention to my spirit and I perceived what they were thinking. That was such a good, good lesson because your what you see around you will draw your attention. You'll you'll notice somebody. You'll 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 something will catch your your attention. Uh, it could be something that you hear. You know, it's it could be something that you just see. You know, maybe a hundred people at the grocery store, and there's that one person that seems to have that dark little cloud over them. Or maybe it's that cashier. You're talking to them, and you just have this perception on the inside. I think they're a Christian, or they're close to it. And and it your mind picks up on it in your spiritual senses, and it's. Not nothing that the Father told you. It's nothing that the Lord told you. It's nothing that the Holy Spirit revealed to you per se. It is something you perceive in your spirit. Your spirit, born again by the Spirit of God, can operate in these things and has these spiritual senses. So the Spirit of truth in you will bear witness to these things, even though there's not direct verbal communication. Perceive, discern, and witness. The next example he used was in Luke 8.46. And in Luke 8.46, Jesus is on his way to Jairus's house to raise up his daughter from the dead. And a woman who had a hemorrhaging issue uh, for longer than 12 years had spent all her money, the text says. It's also relayed in Mark chapter 5, but Jesus used Luke 8, 46 to teach me. Um, and, and this woman uh, had said within herself, when she heard of Jesus, she said within herself, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. And so in the crowd that was pressing against him, she snuck in there and just touched the hem of his garment and immediately felt her hemorrhaging issue had been healed. Uh, and, and she was, and, and Jesus stopped and he said, who touched me? I feel, uh, I felt the power go out. I perceived the power left me. 
And what the Lord told me in this visitation was that he said his physical senses were all firing. He said there were people jostling me. There were the sights and the smells and the sounds and the touch. The people were all jostling me. And that's why Peter asked, what do you mean who touched you? Everyone's touching you. And, and he said, but I perceived, he said, he said, I, my attention was focused both in the natural and then in the spiritual senses. And he told me about how the soul is the middle part of a teeter-totter with the body on one end and your spirit man on the other. And he said, you have to continually shift your attention back and forth between your natural senses and what you sense in the spirit. And he talked about how when things come up in life and you're wanting to know a reaction before you react out of your soul, check in your spirit to see if there's anything you perceive, anything you discern there. The third example he used was Acts chapter uh, 14, verses 8 and 9 in the life of Paul. Paul is at Lystra, and a group of people are listening to Paul teach, and there's a man who was crippled from his mother's womb. And it says in verse 9, in Acts 14, 9, it says, Paul perceived he had faith to be healed. And so he said in verse 10, rise and, and, and walk, and the man did. Verse, verse 9, though, he perceived he had faith to be healed. And again, the Lord talked to me about how Paul's uh, scan on his eyes as he was teaching, he was looking over the whole crowd, whole group of people, but that man caught his attention. And the text says, Paul steadfastly beholding him. And the Lord talked to me about how, how Paul had to lock his eyes on him. And he had to, while he was talking, he had to take stock of, he had to see what was perceived in his spirit. And then he, he narrowed it down to, uh, to, to be able to tell that the man had faith to be healed. And so those are the three things that you perceive, witness, discern, uh, that, that are nonverbal ways. And where Christians get into trouble is they think they perceive something in their spirit, and then they will attach a God told me, a thus saith the Lord, when all it is really most often is just one of the guide or show things that, that the Holy Spirit has done in your spirit that you have perceived, you've discerned, you've borne witness to, and it does not call, and you'll get into great error. And the Lord will shut you down if you, if you say things like the Lord told me or God told me. He will, he will withdraw himself a little bit until you grow up a little bit, uh, and, and start being accurate in your words and your description. Otherwise you make him out to be a liar and that's not the case. So if you perceive something or discern something or bear witness, then you just state it. Well, I, I'm, I think I'm perceiving this or I think I'm getting this in my spirit. And it is the process again of your mind perceiving, understanding, shifting attention to what is happening in your spirit man. The world calls this a hunch, a premonition. I've got a bad feeling about this. Uh, you know, I feel good about this. The world doesn't know quite how to describe it because the Lord is faithful to, to try to protect people from their own devices very often. And, and oftentimes uh, we go ahead and we go against it. And then we come back on the other side and say, oh, I should have listened to my gut. Or, you know, if you're a Christian, it's like, oh, I knew that was the Lord. I knew I was I was perceiving right. I knew I was hearing right. Uh, and so there's a lot to be drawn from this. Like I said, I've got larger teaching. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just trying to be a blessing today of something that you can take away. So um, anyway, I hope that helps perceive, discern, witness. Look at those scriptures, Luke 6, uh, Luke 16, uh, or 16 through, uh, 19 through 16, 19 through 31. Uh, or 1916 through 31, <laughs> 16. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm looking at the time and I'm getting flustered here. Uh, but look at Mark 2, 8, Luke 8, 46, Acts uh, 14, 8 and 9, and look at the context of those. And, and it's interesting that because I, at the time, was using the King James Version to study from, uh, the, the King James is, is accurate in those verses to use the words perceive. 
Um, and again, the process by which your mind picks up on what's going on in your spirit. So Luke 16, 19 through 31, and those other ones will be a blessing to you. All right, I've run on a little bit, but uh, join us, cwowi.org. Hope you'll do so and join us for some of the Zoom meetings and other meetings that we have and uh, avail yourself to the teachings there, weekly thoughts, everything else. So God bless. Talk to you next week.